You're listening to Unmotivated and Unprepared, a podcast where we take a break from the everyday hustle and bustle to muse about life, liberty, and the pursuit of randomness. Now here's Greg and Ross. What's up, Greg? Hey, how you doing, Ross? Oh, I'm not too bad. Uh, I got, I got a knock, knock joke for you. Knock, knock. Who's there? No, I'm just kidding. That would, that would, that would be stupid. I'm not gonna do a <laughs> knock, knock joke. Um, we are, we're at episode four of unmotivated and unprepared, and I know it's been a few weeks, so people probably thought we were done for. They're like, wow, they had less gumption than the last time you know they didn't even make it to <laughs> they just seven gave up they yeah just gave up no like, like didn't even didn't even make it halfway as far as the other one though but but no we were we had some activities going on so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that today i did want to pause for a moment not for an advertisement but uh, i did get did get our first listener feedback greg oh wow really we got listener feedback yeah i got i got listener feedback this listener said I feel like the intro, <laughs> wait for it, needs to have some pumped up energy, a little more energy. <laughs> the now, intro. Yeah, the, the intro, intro needs more energy. It's, and, and for those of you who are listening to this have heard the intro, I told this listener, appreciate the feedback. All feedback is a gift. But that was kind of the intention. I mean, this is about as energetic as my voice is going to get. That's why I'm not into voice acting. But uh, I, I feel like the music is pumps it up enough. So anyways, but that was our first listener feedback. So I encourage any other listener feedback if they know who we are. They can't find us, Ross. We don't have like, we don't have like a Facebook well, the, about this well, the, I mean, or a the, Twitter. Well, even, we, the, even the metadata on this thing. I have a, Some people have asked me, and I try to tell them, I'm like, oh, no, you got to take the spaces out when you put an intro extra. You got to take the spaces out because it doesn't find it. And so, but yeah, the, so listener feedback is great, but I think... They're trying to find this and they we've, can't. We're unlisted. Yeah, we've, we're, obf- we're, yeah, we've obfuscated <laughs> it enough. We're like an online website for customer support. Give us feedback. <laughs> Uh, they can't find us. <laughs> For feedback, press one. Habla espanol, numero dos. You know, so we we really try to we really try to keep the feedback away, but we do appreciate it. So thank you, listeners, listener, for your feedback. I think they might have gotten through eight minutes of the podcast before they dropped out. <laughs> they got bur- bored. They, we put them to well, sleep. We I'm, to I'm sleep. watching the time clock. It's seven minutes. I'm going to insert a very energetic topic I, I just i'm just gonna have to so anyway so speaking of speaking of energy weekends are always fun vacation-ish weekends are good and i know you had you had a little you had a little weekend little weekend getaway huh yeah so so my parents this is this is the this is the fun of 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 how growing up as a child hasn't changed. I think anybody can relate to that you kind of kind of get into age regression with your parents no matter how old you get uh, but my, yeah, my parents decided that they were going to come visit, but not visit me in the town that I live in, visit me two mm. and a half hours away. Yeah, no, that's too close. It's <laughs> like, it's like the opposite of where you moved far enough away from your parents that they wouldn't come visit you. Now they're giving you that back. 
you know, they're, right, they're exactly. Talking, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, well, and I think the re- I mean, ultimately, the reason was a financial one. It was cheaper to fly out of Austin to Asheville than it was to fly from from San Antonio to Charlotte. And sure. I get that. And I understand. I understand that. But two and a half hours is, you know, it's your birthday, right? It's the one day that it's your, that's what that was. It was my birthday, right? So it was like, hey, uh, we're going to come visit you, but also not. You have yeah. to come drive to visit us. Yeah, you're, you're, you're an adult now. This is them. This is their way of saying you are an adult. So you come, you come see us. So it, happy birthday, Greg, by the way. But, and uh, thanks. And also the funny part about it is, and while I adore my parents and all that stuff, like I thought about it afterwards, I'm like, we could have gone somewhere else. Like we, like if I got to drive two and a half hours, we could have flown somewhere cool. Not like Asheville. I mean, Asheville is okay. It's like hippie Woodstock in the mountains and with yeah. money. Right. And it was yeah, a combination. That's your, yeah. Of that's like, your vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, totally my vibe. I, uh, Y'all should y'all should y'all should see what Greg's wearing. It's very um very hippie. Right now. <laughs> Completely hippie, Russ. I, mm. I I put a collar on for you, man. Um I know. I know. But uh the the Asheville trip was it was fun. Uh, we went to the pinball museum. My dad loves pinball. Um and so we we ended up at the pinball museum and and of course, you know, after two and a half hours, my mom comes up to me and goes, Can you please tell your father we need to go? He's not listening to me. Two and a half hours of pinball. Uh, yeah. So, so give me a, give me a pinball fact, Greg, I was going to do, you, you'd mentioned that you were going to, you mentioned pinball and I was going to look up, a, I was going to do some pinball research, but obviously unprepared here. So give me a, give me a pinball fact. Well, a fun thing about pinball was at one point when pinball machines were first coming out, they were outlawed as gambling machines, what? even though you didn't win anything from them, but it was considered to be gambling because it was not seen as a skill. It was seen as pure luck. And that people oh. putting quarters in and it was pure luck that they could win versus anybody who's played pinball knows it's a, entirely about a game of skill. Yes, the ball runs around and there are some obstacles, but there are strategies to every pinball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I win when I play pinball. I win a sense of joy and accomplishment. Yeah, it's fun. I, I thought what was really cool, Ross, is that it was $15. It was $15 to be there and you got unlimited games. Oh, that's awesome. That's but, so cool. So then you just you play whatever, but then it kind of takes the it kind of takes the fun out of the whole high score aspect, you know, well, like I, like you beating st- a high score with a certain like with one quarter or whatever it costs. Well, you're still the same, right? You still try to get as high as you can because you only have three balls. You got to start yeah. over again. Yeah, but you just you could just go on forever you as, just keep as clearly right. as clearly your dad was doing for right. two and a half hours. Well, what I think is funny, I don't know if you're like this, but have you ever been in, in those situations where you're really excited about doing something and you see like a crowd and you want to like figure out how to maneuver yourself in there early because you're afraid that like you're mm-hmm. going to miss out? My dad was that way at the pinball museum. Like we're waiting in line to get in, right? And there's a bunch of people around and there's that intensity of, oh, oh no, we're not going to get a machine to play on. Like, guys, how about you guys go like go to the cash line and get a, ta- get a table first and then, you know, I'll pay for, for me. And I was like, dad, there are 20 people in here. There are 30 machines. I'm pretty sure they're going to get bored pretty quickly. I don't think we have to worry. But he was so freaking out like yeah, a little kid. And I've been there, so I understand. I understand yeah. exactly what it's like. It's that pure level of excitement that you're going to miss out. But it was... I mean, <laughs> it was all centered around that one thing. I mean, it's like the first time I saw Beat Saber and saw somebody play Beat Saber. Don't ask. Don't ask. Um, but there was a large crowd. And people were playing Beat Saber, and I was like, "Well, I want to try that, but you know, I got how do I how do I work my situation around this?" And then I just went and did something else because I'm not good at Beat Saber. 
Um, so, so your dad, so your dad, big pinball fan. Um, was there like, what was the uniqueness about some of the pinball machines there? Were there, were there some that were like bigger than others or it was just kind of just nostalgia more than anything? That's all it is. I mean, it was cool that they had some of the top five pinball machines of all time. So the Midway Classics, uh, kind of Monster Bash, Mars Attacks, or Attack from Mars, not Mars Attacks, Attack from Mars. Um, oh. Basically, like the Midway, oh, um, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like They had some of those machines there. They were all replica machines, mm-hmm. but they were all really good machines. They didn't have Adam's Family, which was the best-selling pinball machine of all time. They didn't have some of the machines I thought they would have, but it was cool. They had some modern ones. They had an old Kiss machine from like 1973. So nice. that was that was cool. There was some really cool stuff there related to kind of his, history and those things. 1976 or whatever it was. The pinball like the pinball machine, I mean, are they is that like a is that like a like a dead thing now? Are they I mean, are they still making pinball machines? There were there were there were like modern ones there too, right? Or it was this is really more museums, so it there, was older there, ones, yeah, but there were two. There were two. Okay. Stern Stern is kind of the big company that makes pinball machines still. Okay. Uh, so they had like, and those are cool cause they have like the videos. So they had a game of Thrones machine, a Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory machine and a star Wars machine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. I hear Willy Wonka. And I do think gambling, right? Cause you got the, you know, max bet, max bet on the slots, you know, gotta do max bet to win. Well, that's cool. I, yeah. I'd ha- I would, would you go again? I guess that's always my question. I'm still filling out my bucket list from before. You know, I mean, $15. maybe dollars. If you like pinball, it was a lot of fun. They also had a bunch of old arcade games too. Mm-hmm. The old arcade machines. They had some some pieces. And for fifteen bucks, I mean, unlike a traditional arcade where you, you know, fifteen bucks is going to last you an hour, fifteen dollars here could last you three, four, five hours. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting to me about pinball and arcade games in general. It feels like, I don't know which was first chicken or the egg. Did they become, were they time wasters? You know, like take up some time and while you're waiting for something else or to keep somebody entertained, or were they the thing that you went for? You know, and that's because I, because I look at it like I'm waiting in line or I'm at a restaurant or I'm at a place waiting for my food. Like a pizza you know, hut. Yeah. <sighs> really? You're calling me out with pizza <laughs> hut? As my niece said. <laughs> I think everybody out pizzas the hut. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was pretty great. Uncle Ross, I think everyone out pizzas the hut. Um, but I mean, just in general, like I've never, like growing up in a small town, arcades and, you know, those type of things were never the destination because we just weren't a big enough city to have that. So they were like little pocket, like, I think I may be seeing an Adams family pinball machine and that's it, but not much else. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it's not. We, we've talked about. This. I'm not a video game. I mean, I could get into a video game once in a while. Like I got into the Tomb Raider game for a little bit here. I just found the old one and was playing that. Nice. But for the most part, I'm not into video games. It's not a. It's not a driving thing for my personality. Uh, it just feels like sitting for too long. But the. But the pinball machine for my father, I think, is it was something that he used to ride his bike to go to the bowling alley to play mm-hmm. a couple pinball machines. I think when I was a kid, we would go to the bowling alley with my parents on a military installation and we'd play, you know, 1941 or whatever, the plane shooting game. And oh, those are my favorite. That and Raiden. Yeah. Oh, those are my favorites. Those are my favorites. Yeah. And I think, I think to your point, I think it was just the video games happened to be there mm-hmm. along with doing something else. Yeah. And I don't remember video games being, because I guess I just didn't grow up anywhere where there was, 
an arcade to go to. Like it wasn't like I watched no. the Wreck It Ralph movie and like all the little kids come running into the arcade into Max's arcade and you're like, yeah, yeah no. I never I, I, yeah, I don't remember can't, that. Can't relate. Can't relate. Yeah. Of course now you walk into a Dave and Busters and there's like a life size fruit yeah. ninja. And I'm like, really? We're turning mobile games into life-size things, but yeah. well, well, the, the, like a Crossy Road Plus is a, like a standalone game now. Like you can oh, play yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's Frogger. It's yeah. Frogger, people. Like this has existed for years. Anyways, um, yeah. So so pinball was good. Did so that that was obviously that was for your dad more than anything because that was really for, that was really what for was, my dad. What what did Greg like? What was Greg's highlight of his birthday? I mean, you got to see your family and that's it, about you it. See your parents. That was, I mean, that's that was, really it. I mean, the pinball yeah. machine was fun. I mean, it was fun yeah. to go play. Just to you know, it was exciting. I wouldn't have picked that as my destination to go to. Sure, uh, but it was fun. My dad loves pinball, and it was fun to see him happy. And I I had fun playing Attack from Mars because I like that game. But uh, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have picked that. Uh, and then they, oh, and this is fun. So this is my parents. This is my parents dynamic. I knew exactly mm -hmm. what happened. So Friday I'm, uh, it's my, it, my friends are celebrating my birthday here in Charlotte. And so I'm drinking with my friends. And then sure. while I'm drinking with my friends, I'm getting this text messages about, Hey, so where do you think we should go to dinner for your birthday? I'm like, huh? They're like, maybe we should make reservations. I'm like, what? And I turn to my friends and go, I know exactly what's happening right now. My parents are sitting and, and waiting to catch their flight and they're having a full on conversation about, well, did we make plans for dinner? Well, I don't know. Did we? I, Larry, mm. I can't think of everything. That's my dad's name. I can't think of everything. And, like, and like, and like going back and forth. You're <laughs> killing me, Smalls. Like, yeah. They're just my mom and dad going back. Well, just text Greg. Maybe Greg can find something. And here I am drinking with my friends going, I got to make reservations for a restaurant drinking beer by a pool okay so like i'm like and of course this is this is Asheville. it's a hot tourist destination mm -hmm. my parents picked the restaurant called rhubarb because they're like oh that's a vegetarian restaurant it was not a vegetarian restaurant Ross. Mm. the only the only vegetarian thing they had on the menu was in fact rhubarb <laughs> yeah it was like they had a bacon berry. steaks and rhubarb <laughs> <laughs> it was in the dessert uh yeah <laughs> but the, yes. <laughs> but the but the but the interesting part about that was we couldn't get a reservation until almost ten o'clock at night. Oh man, rhubarb's hopping. So I got so I got from so you gotta remember I woke up early in the morning, drove two and a half hours to go to meet them in Asheville. We did the pinball museum, we had lunch and we hung out for a while. And then at nine thirty we make our way over to the restaurant and we're sitting there and now we can't like well actually the restaurant reservation was nine thirty, but we now had to wait till ten because Whatever. And at the time, sure. there's a bunch of evangelicals yelling about Jesus to save and about heaven and hell and all this stuff outside of these very popular, like trendy restaurants in Asheville. So like, and, that's weird. Like, I mean, you do you, boo, but outside the restaurant yeah. at 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like that's more have, just have being you, frustrated have, have about not getting Jesus? a reservation. Yeah, I know. Have you found Jesus? Have, have, have you found him? That dessert was so good. I feel like I did. And, I, and like we're, my dad and I are sitting there going, do they help or hurt the Jesus mission? Like a whole bunch of people waiting to eat. And there's a guy out there yelling, you have not found him yet. Yeah, especially when you're hungry. Like, like yeah, you, could, know. You, could talk, you could talk to me about the thing that I align most with. And I'd be like, I'm starving. Leave me alone. You know, yeah. that's, that's, just how my, that's just how my stomach works. I mean... Oh. We're, we'll wrap this up in 15 minutes, mainly because I'll be hungry more than anything like that. I'm telling you, that's what, that's how I work. So, well, that's, I mean, 
But was rhubarb good? Oh, yeah. It was great. I mean, the food okay, was good. good. We closed the good. restaurant. We were the last ones out the door. Party animals. So, well, also, it, it, we were out by like 11.15. So it wasn't like we were there that long for a fancy restaurant. Get the, get the stink eye from the waiters like, oh, my God. They were super sweet. I mean, they were super nice, and it was a great place. And and for all those people who need to go visit Asheville, rhubarb is a place you should visit. Um, food was great. So, there you go. But it you was heard fun. it from Greg. Good at the good yeah. scale of 8.2. And then the next made day, <laughs> then the next day we got up to go look at a house. Like that's that was that was the high hundred dollars to go visit a visit American Palace. Oh, interesting. Okay, is that is this like the pride of Asheville? Like that's what you go see is this house? I guess it's the Biltmore. So it's built by like the third oh, yeah. son, yeah, yeah. built by the third son of Michael Vanderbilt, who's the son of Cornelius Vanderbilt, who. Yeah, apparently he was the black sheep of the family. He wasn't really into business. He was into like art and music. And he had the great idea of like, let's build a 17th century chalet in the middle of the middle of Asheville. Biltmore, Biltmore. I think there was a play on that at a pet boarding place that we used to board our pets at now. Wagmore. That's what it was. Yeah, the Wagmore. Wagmore. Yeah, the Wagmore. Yeah, that's sadly, that's this is how bad I am with with history i'm like oh yeah built more it's like the wagmore <laughs> no ross the, the, the wagmore was this, established in 2005 this is 175,000 square foot palatial estate is compared to the doggy daycare <laughs> yes basically that's that's the life i live yes absolutely well i had i had uh i didn't go anywhere but we did had we, we did have visitors join us this this past this past weekend and i struggle i struggle when i have visitors into my local town because i don't know do i want to go 100 percent crazy local take them to like the biggest hole in the wall places and almost scare them away like really where are you driving me and I'm like, trust me, it'll be good. I promise. And like, I don't know. Or do I go too far into the, yeah, go see the Alamo, go do a river boat tour, you know, those type of things. So I, I tried to, I tried to aim in between. I think it was fairly successful. Took them to a few food places that were a little shifty, but, uh, but worked out really well. And we're delicious. I'm, try, I'm so. trying to imagine what is shady for Ross. Like, Chris Madrid is a standard San Antonio like place, but it's kind of divey. No, I mean like like take for example, and I, I not not this time, but like I've taken people to Rafa's Cafe. Okay, which is which is like literally just a house. Yeah, you know, and, and you walk in, you're like, wait, dude, is the is the entrance the front door of the house or is it like the utility door, you know, on the side? But. uh but it's one of those like, trust me, you, you can't really park. You're like parking on the street right outside of someone's home, and and people are walking around like, is this, is this actually a restaurant that you're going into? And then you walk in and you're like, oh, okay, it's very like, homey, and it's yeah. it's a restaurant, but it's good food. And then, like we went to the we went to the well, it was 104 degrees or some ridiculous ridiculous heat. That's Fahrenheit for our international listeners, not Celsius. They would, our blood would boil. I gotta 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 make sure I do the conversion for our listeners. Um, but we went to the we went to a couple of the missions, which was good, <clears throat> you know, very historic. If you've never been to San Antonio, I would recommend going to hitting up one or two of the San Antonio missions just because of the history of everything and reading about it. But I did 
I think I did spoil them. They're from the Northeast. I did spoil them on like some Texas meats, like some brisket. Where'd you Got take them? Some, what's that? Where'd you take them? Uh, 2M. Oh, 2M, 2M Smokehouse. 2M, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the best uh, best places to get brisket. I mean, I know. I'll be honest. Everybody in Texas has that one person in their family. It's like I can make better brisket at my house. <laughs> I've got one. no no offense on the on the uh, impressions. That's just from my family. <clears throat> but from a restaurant standpoint, you you don't want to sit there and cook meat for twenty four hours when you have visitors, right? So you you take them somewhere. But two M was very good, and it was kind of one of those like. We're not used to having brisket because it usually doesn't have any flavor. This actually has flavor, and I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, because like, they're from north, so they're used to corned beef. Like they're used yeah, to yeah, yeah, it, totally, yeah. totally different style and everything. So, but it was good, and, and I mean, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I think balancing that out is tough because you you don't want to be that that local that just like drags them everywhere, but you don't want to just send them on their way and be like, go check out this total tourist trap because then. Well, you know, I, you feel I don't know. It. San Antonio has a combination, right? I mean, you do have it does. you do have like the riverboat, which has been around forever, and mm-hmm. you know I've seen that thing like nine times. But you also have like the Louis Tussaud, which is what the knockoff Madame Tussaud. Like, right. <laughs> like it's like the the wax, the wax statues are like. Mm, that's one of those like you go to the eye doctor number one or number two. It's, it's like, like I don't know who that is exactly. It's, it's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt with half a stroke face. Yeah, just yeah. like melted off. Like. Oh, you combine Brad Pitt with Two Face from Batman. <laughs> Got it. Neat. That's cool. So it's like it's like wax museum fusion. They never actually. Look, they never look at all like what they're supposed to look like. It's actually a good idea. Fusion wax museum where you're like combining stuff. It's just like the celebrities with monsters. Well, that are just like the um, the throwaways from other wax museums, like the ones <laughs> like. Call it like the 80% wax museum. It's like, eh, it's 80% there. <laughs> Throw it up there. Nobody's looking at Angelina <laughs> Jolie's face anyways. in London. Here's the wax figures from that fire. <laughs> Just pools of wax on the floor. Yeah. It's like you see with Reddit where they show a time lapse of what happens when you burn this thing. It's like, you know, after five minutes, this is what John Travolta's face looks like. It's just funny to think. I mean, I liked them when I was a kid. It's funny to think about wax museums now being a popular conscious thing. Like it's, it was cool when I was little because it was like, wow, you can actually see famous people. And at the time, remember, there was no internet when we were kids, mm-hmm. so it was kind of cool to be able to see kind of pictures or like what would be life size people. Yeah. Now and you now can you watch look at it about anybody and anything yeah. all the time, wherever they are. It's not the same. Well, and you're so critical of it too. You look at it, goes, that's not exactly right. Well, you've seen them in like 4K on a. 85 yeah. inch TV. So of course it's not going to look exactly the same. There are some that get right. Like there's some you can, you can take a picture of and, and fool your friends, mm-hmm. except for when you now do the fa- image, Facebook uh, image, Google search with the picture of your photo. It comes up with everybody else who took the same picture. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why does can't... the rock look the same in every picture? <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. He's, does he only take pictures with people when there's a background of two trees and the sun? Like, like what is, it's really weird. He's got his pose. It's like his signature. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like wax museums, like the one in Vegas is always cool to go through. Yeah. Um, which I, mean, I am doing a Vegas trip soon. So that's going to be, that'll be interesting to, to hit Vegas. Vegas, like they always say, if you're there for two or three days, it's perfect. If you're there for longer, you should probably leave because you'll have a problem soon. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, it's a place, yeah, you can't escape once you're there for too long. But the, yeah, I, yeah. so you didn't do the Ripley's Believe It or Not. You didn't do the Guinness no. Book of World Records. You didn't mm-hmm. do the, the Tomb Ride. That used to be labeled Indiana Jones, but now it's just the Tomb Ride. The Tomb Ride, like was that a was that a um, was that a copyright issue? I think like so. Some, it used to be. Yeah. It used to be Indiana Jones, remember? And now they're it's like, not Indiana Jones they're anymore. Like, no one ever comes to San Antonio. Just call it Indiana Jones, and then some <laughs> some one person from was it Warner Brothers or whatever showed. I was like, wait a minute, you can't do this. We didn't license this. Like, <laughs> like cease and desist. Such a small operation. They just wrote cease and desist on a piece of paper, gave it to them. They're like, oh, shoot. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll turn it into Tomb Ride. Now, I didn't do any of that, but, you know, it was mainly just, you know, kind of hanging out more than anything. I, th- I think that's the thing. It's, there's more appeal to just having the, quote, local guide, if you oh, will, yeah, than, sure. than anything else. Just having the person that you're, that you're chatting with be the local guide. I think I'm at that point in my life now, Ross, where when I was younger – when I would travel, it was all about like, oh, get, get all the stuff in. Like, we got oh, yeah. because my mother ingrained that crap in me. Like, oh, let's go see all of the things that we got to see. Let's fill up the, the, the Dorling Kinsley book of London or whatever. And now I'm older and I go, yeah, no. No, I need a rest day in between. I just want to randomly walk around and people yeah, watch. Exactly. Like, I want to go get lost in places. I now use Atlas Obscura as my standard practice. Like, okay. where are we going now? We're going to go see the largest ball of twine in Minnesota. That's because, that's good. To, that's good yeah. to know for when when I go on a international trip with you that that's, that's what you're going to be using for. Atlas for, Obscura? Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Thank you for helping me prepare myself. Now I know. <laughs> We're going to the Ear, Nose, and Throat Museum. <laughs> yes. Do they do free checkups? <laughs> I've got a deviated septum. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I also have gustatory rhinitis. Look it up, folks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we're going to go to God's Own Junkyard in London. That's what we're doing. That's God, where we're going. God's Own A kaleidoscope junkyard. warehouse maze of handmade neon signs. Mm. Oh, I thought that was like I thought that was like a part of town that they were like people don't like. <laughs> it's like God's <laughs> Own Junkyard. <laughs> it's like when people call Houston the armpit of Texas. Sorry, Houstonites. <laughs> I, I had family that lived there. It's, they called it that too. God's Own Junkyard. I like that. Oh, man. Seven noses of Soho. Apparently, there's several plaster noses hidden in plain sight around London's Soho neighborhood that you can go on a ma- on a quest to find. Oh, is that what's that what's that called when people look for uh, geocaching? Yeah, right. Geocaching. Do you ever get into geocaching? No, you ever do? that requires work, Ross. Uh, well, you're right. I didn't either. I think I ran across a geocache one time and thought it was litter and threw it away, and I probably like burst ruined, a ton. Ruined people's lives. Oh, it is probably like one of the oldest geocaches in the city and everything else, but it was like a toy figurine. And uh, it was too well placed, like right next to a little fire hydrant. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was probably a geocache. And I just totally nuked that thing. So, but I was, you know, trying to do my part to clean up the litter on the streets. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, but I don't want to do geocaching. I I I mean it's cool, right? The idea that you're using GPS points to go find paper trails that give you clues to other paper trails. Yeah, yeah treasure you can do hunt. Longe and longitude and find things. But then I find you know what I find most of the time with those things is if you're doing it with a group of people that aren't competitive, it's fun. But if you're doing a competitive oh, like, scavenger yeah. hunt, you're like you miss out on the whole point. Yes, yeah, because then you're just racing around everywhere to. 
to find the next yeah. thing. Yeah. So if you could, uh, I know we're coming close on time. If you could, uh, if you did do geocaching, what would be the creepiest thing you would come across that you'd be like, mm, probably shouldn't have put that there. I think anytime you end up in a cemetery, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you got a cool name, like when I was visiting the cemeteries of Greenville, right uh -huh. in South Carolina, and I came across this guy's name. His name was Charles Hard. I was like, "That's Chuck Hard." <laughs> That's great, right? And you know he used that. Like yeah. he was, he was proud of that name. His name was Chuck. There's also a guy named Joe Player. I was like, Joe Player. I'm like, Joe That's, Player. So that would be cool. Like if you go to a cemetery, then that would be fun. If you yeah. geocached him there, but otherwise it'd be creepy. Yeah. What would you? What do you know? What you see now? We're taking a morbid turn. Here we go. What would you put on your tombstone? Do you know? Well, since I want to be cremated anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to be put in the ground as a rubber cadaver. I uh, probably nothing, man. I nothing. I, I don't really have. I don't really. I haven't really thought of epith epitaphs. I mean, it's just like mm. you always want that Vinny Vidivici, right? You always want to be like he came, he saw, he conquered, right? You always mm -hmm. want that to be what it says, but mm -hmm. you no, know, it's not. It's more like he lived. He had some cool shit he did, and then he died. Yeah, that's my, pretty much the answer. My wife. My wife said hers would be. Um, you know, here lies, and then, and you know, blah, 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 live this, this, this. And then at the very end, it would just say her nap game was strong. <laughs> her nap game is strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably napping right now because we were up really late. And, oh, man, I babysat Greg for one hour today. What, what? What you babysat what? I, ba I babysat my niece and nephew for one hour. And are you, ready to go, are you ready to go to sleep now? Let's yeah. Let's just say, I'm about to lose all the parents in the world. That was so hard. <laughs> How do y'all do it? Like, man. I mean, I love my niece and nephew, and it was fun. But like, I finished and it was just. But in fairness, Ross, I, I've come to this conclusion. It's kind of like working out, right? When you first start, no, working it's out, not. No, working no, no, out no, is no, fun. No, no, that no was hold hard. on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like. When you started working out, I, I was laughing about this the other day. I, you know, when I first started working out, I couldn't lift anything. It was really hard. I get exhausted after 10 minutes. Mm. It was like, I just didn't have stamina. It wasn't there. But over time now, I can work out for a long time. Parents are kind of the same thing. They, they worked up to where they're at now with that's with, true with they're children. like yeah they're like they're like they've got muscles it's like it's like the parenting yeah. muscle and eventually they know when it's like like when you're lifting weights it's like okay when do i need to stop work versus when i could do two more reps they're like oh no that's fine that's fine. right it's fine. and they also fall asleep they know when to pass out like kids asleep they can pass yeah. out on demand we um, don't have those skills we don't have children we have not been trained so you give us a young one we're like cool this will be fun 30 minutes in oh god this is terrible well i'm like i'm like he's like the the 18 month old's running around and like pulling on everything and trying to put everything in his mouth and i'm like i'm like in my mind like starting to like google how to do the heimlich maneuver because i'm freaking out i'm like is this what every new parent feels like 24 7 i built so much empathy in one hour i'm just the the level of worry, a level of worry that a parent has to be working on, like is a whole different level. Like I get it. I get why they're so good at like they're so patient at work. They don't have the energy to like get hyped up at work. They got a whole other work yeah. job they gotta be hyped up about. Yeah, this is nothing. I mean, I have 
there have been situations at work where I'm like, oh, this person's a child. But you know, that's, that's, that's it's a little, it's a little different. A grown dealing child. with that now, Russ. I'm dealing yes. with that right oh, now. Oh, I'm but, sorry. I'm but sorry. yeah, no. Sorry but but at the same time, you also realize why. Like we don't have kid outlets. Yeah. To like yeah. give us something to worry about, so we need to create them. Like we need dogs or you know hobbies. Oh God! Any parent that's going to listen to this that actually knows me, like family members, going to be like. Oh, I can give you more outlets if you want to come babysit more and build up that muscle. And they're like, mm. no, 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 no. I just mean I not the muscle, just so that you don't get amped at work. Oh, like work yeah. becomes inconsequential. Yeah, people don't like people that people that work with me probably think I'm amped all the time, which which you wouldn't know by my voice. Um, but you know, they probably think I'm amped. See, I got to 32 minutes before I talk about how much energy I'm going to bring. See, we too long. <laughs> oh man well that was good i'm glad your weekend i'm glad your weekend went well i know we've i know we need to we've got this we need to talk you, you mentioned a word two words to me i'm going to put a teaser out there you know because that's that's how hard i'm trying to get people to listen to the next episode you mentioned we're talking about a trip we have upcoming and you were like, oh, y'all can go do that as your day trip. I need to meet with my scotch broker. <laughs> and I thought it was an autocorrect thing. I'm like, you mean stock broker? Question mark. Why would you do that on vacation? He's like, no, no, no. Scotch broker. So we're going to have to talk about the, the, the scotch, said broker? scotch broker and what in the world. Because now I'm like, what other... What other liquor has brokers? Do these brokers, are these brokers like medicine, like old school 1800s doctors going in there, like from town to town with their different liquor and, you know, so anyways, I'm, I'm very curious to hear more about this scotch broking type of situation that, that you've got going on here, unless it's, unless it's illegal in, in some countries and then, you know, we can, we can pass on that. You can give me the old, <laughs> give me the old ax, but no. Yeah. yeah. So look at looking forward to hearing that. So so Greg, as always, it was uh, great chatting with you. And, Same, Russ. And I look forward to our future conversations. We will make it to episode five, folks. I promise we will. So until then, bye everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Unmotivated and Unprepared. Join us again next time as we continue to meander through random topics at a pace defined by our mood the weather, and what happened five minutes earlier.